This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the masculine journey. We are so glad that you're with us today. Um, we have just come from a, a strong battle. Um, we spent the weekend last weekend at a boot camp. Our broadcast was live from the boot camp last weekend, and hopefully you got to hear that and hear how that affected some men. But today we want to kind of continue with one of the topics that we had at that boot camp, which is uh, the new name. We've kind of been going through some of the, the things that we do at boot camps and so tonight it's uh, me, Darren, Robbie, and Sam is calling in from Wilmington. And uh, so we just get to sit and talk as old friends about this idea of, of the new name. Yeah, what an impact it's made in my life. Phenomenal. Um, but it doesn't just happen like click, click. Oh, you get that now all you where you go. <laughs> Glad you brought that up like that, Robbie, is it, it doesn't happen that quickly. And we, you know, we, we send guys out into a covenant of silence and, and basically give them assignment. Go ask God what he thinks of you. You know, what does God call you? What was he thinking when he created you? And uh, Sam, you've experienced that before at, at our boot camps and at, and at other boot camps. Um, and then just probably while you're driving down I-40, since you spend so much time on I-40. So <laughs> how has that gone for you? You know, it, it, it's been a journey. I, I would say that, you know, that it, it, it goes on all different sides of the, the gambit, so to speak. There's been times of um, disbelief, which we'll get into some of that. There's been times of, wow, really, God? That's awesome. You know, times of just joy. It's been pretty cool. It's all been good, but it's just going through the whole process of of understanding, accepting, and and really realizing what that name or names do for you. Right. Well, one of the things both of you guys have already said tonight, which is um, or today is great, is that it doesn't happen immediately. Sometimes that sometimes it it's a process, and so I, I think it's good for us to talk about the fact that. It, it may not be one name, number one. It, it may not even be a name. It may be more of an idea. It, it may sound like an assignment, and we'll ask Sam about that in a minute. Um, and it probably more than likely will come in little bits over time as we keep going back to God and asking him some of these questions rather than an epiphany. I, I know guys who have had the epiphany moment where they – receive a new name and it and it literally changes the trajectory of their life but even then it takes time it, it you know it doesn't i heard over 10 years ago you're dangerous and and it we'll talk about how i accepted that in a, in a little bit but it did change the trajectory of my life but it didn't happen immediately and it's still happening you know it, it's still not there um where the where the end is in that but um so let's let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I want to play this clip from the Robin Hood trailer. 
because there's a great line in here, and I want to say it first. I want you to hear it. I want you to be listening for it. When they're telling Robin about his history, but then they ask him a question, are you ready to become who you are? So... I think I have much to tell you about history, about your history. Your father was a visionary. What did he see? That kings have a need of their subjects. A dangerous idea. Rise and rise again until lambs become lions. My father died for this. What does it mean? It means never give up. That's something that we need to do. We're coming, archers, Rob. The laws of this land enslave people to its king. A king who offers nothing in return. Robin Longstride, also known as Robin of the Hood. For the crimes of incitement to cause unrest, I declare him to be an outlaw! All who shelter him, their lives shall be taken on sight. Nail, please. Your father was a great man. You are your father's son. As many men as you need. Are you ready to be who you are? Yes. What we ask for is liberty. Liberty by law. Rise and rise again until lambs become lions. So that that whole trailer you know just has so much in there that's that's from scripture and from the gospel um uh and in that segment they are saying something about who a person's father is and obviously that's where we go first right in our boot camps oh yeah we talk about who the father is and 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 before any of that we we really go after our wounds because it's hard to hear what God thinks of you until you figure out what you have been thinking of you all along. Um, Sam, when you first started dealing with the wound and in preparation for maybe hearing something new about your true identity, how did that, how did that work out for you? I mean, how has this idea of the new name helped you actually heal from your wounds? Well, you know, a big part of my story, Darren, as far as like with my sister, which you guys are aware of and I've shared on the air at times, my sister was 24 years older than me, had kids older than me, um, was very, very brutal to me verbally all the time growing up, would say things like, you know, call me names like Motormouth or, you know, why don't you shut up? No one wants to hear what you have to say. And, and so growing up under this, feeling of I have nothing of value to offer people. And if I do have something of value, no one wants to listen to it anyway. You know, and so God God came after that, you know, in a way that I didn't even expect that was set up years before he revealed it to me. Um, you know, going through a, an actual name change legally, you know, from, from Neil to Samuel, because my, kid, my family, my parents always called me Samuel. You know, and I thought it'd just be more convenient to to later on realizing God had much, much more planned. 
for my healing and my restoration. And and so let's dig into that motor mouth and you have nothing to say. So what were a couple of the new names that God gave you that begin to penetrate that lie? Uh, initially, they were uh, felt like assignments. You know, I was one of those guys that, you know, you go in and you hear John Eldridge talk about, you know, God calls him William Wallace, and I go out and I'm praying and I hear facilitator. <laughs> you know, doesn't really have the same... You know, you know the 2019 facilitator. Uh, it, it, it doesn't just roll off the tongue, you know. Uh, you know, but but teacher. It, and initially, honestly, I was like, really? That's what I get? You know, but again, is it? It's got to unpack that. Those are the things that that I do for a living. It's things I get to do at boot camp. Man, it brings me such passion, and I love it. In in order to do those things, you have to have something to offer. And so, Robbie, when you uh, you probably heard this message a few times before you started really. Oh yeah, hearing for this me, the you know I'd gone to boot camps for a couple of years, and it was the the wound I couldn't get past. It was the new name that actually brought me to my healing from the wound, I couldn't even figure out what my wound was. I knew that I had attempted suicide when I was 16, but I could not for the life of me. I remember laying on my bunk after Sam's wound talk with a horrible migraine going, I know I tried to kill myself, but why? What was the story behind why I had tried to kill myself? Well, the new name talk was next after the wound talk. Pretty sure you gave it that night. And I took off to go hear my name. And when I heard my name, well, I should add that during the talk, the, the, the uh, new name talk, you said, you know, often by looking at where the wounds came, mm-hmm. you could use those to discover your glory, that, that Satan has a game plan to get you to hide your glory. And so by looking at the trajectory of your wounds, right. you could then determine what your glory was. So when... I'm listening for my name and God says similar to Sam. He says, well, Robbie, I call you faithful. And I had almost almost same, like, really? I mean, like an old dog. I mean, really God, can I have a neat name, you know, but like faithful and, and God was so funny about it. He's just like, Robbie, would you work with me? This is a great name, you you know? And I, you know, here I am years later and realizing what a phenomenal name it was. So I said, okay, well, I'll just work with you. He said, you know, who was it that never left either parent, ever cheated on a girlfriend, never quit a job? You know, you're the guy. You're that guy, you know. And I was like, okay. And then I said, well, let me think. How would I attack faithful if I was Satan and I wanted to get faithful to hide? And all of a sudden it hit me, like the Holy Spirit said, betrayal is how you would attack that. And immediately, like, boom, my whole life just click, 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 betrayal. And I found myself in my on my 16th birthday heading up the driveway to pick up my girlfriend my best friend and point guard brian youngkins walking up the driveway with me to pick up my girlfriend and that was the night i attempted suicide a betrayal of both my best friend and my girlfriend that same night Mm -hmm. and it was just obvious to me you know where the wounds were headed and what they were what they were aimed at doing and what this was into my life became obvious through understanding my name and that healing process began and a lot of forgiveness right there and and this is the cool thing is i heard both of you say you received a name that didn't sound like a real name (laughs) you know it didn't sound glamorous didn't sound like something you wanted to have printed on your jacket to walk around with (laughs) 
However, as you begin to process it and as God began to help you process it, you discover, in your case, your wound even deeper, way more clarity on your woundedness through your new name. And in Sam's case, he begins to discover a gifting that he has because when you heard that, you weren't really a teacher at that point, were you, Sam? No, not not really at all. You know, I'd done a little, but not much. But it was a you know it wasn't that long, and I was doing training for work. I was doing some other things. Um, you know, it really became a huge part of my life. Yeah, shortly thereafter, within a couple of years after that, after you hearing that, you were on stage delivering messages for boot camps, setting other guys free. So we're going to talk more about that after the break. Um, if you want to think about coming to a boot camp, go to MasculineJourney.org. We've got one coming up in April. April 2nd through the 5th. April 2nd through the 5th. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey radio boot camp. Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. Like the pine trees lining the winding road I've got a name I've got a name Like the singing bird and the croaking toad I've name. got a name We all have I've names got a name. Jesus had probably hundreds Jehovah has hundreds Oh yeah Robbie's got at least one. We've, we've heard faithful. Um, Sam's got a few. Um, oddly enough, one of them is Sam, and uh, which is a cool story that um, if you have time to come to a boot camp and sit down and hear that from Sam in a very intimate way, it's a really cool story. And uh, one that, you know, many people um, 
I think one of the things we talked about before the break was the fact that most of the time when we hear the name, it doesn't come across as that's a good thing. Um, it comes across as something negative, which tells me anyway about the, the, the rose colored glasses that we see the world through, right? I mean, we see the world through very dark glasses. And so even when God speaks to us, oftentimes we get it wrong. When, when God, you know, told me first, the, the first, time i experienced this god said you're dangerous and i and i immediately apologized i said i i know i'm sorry I'm, I'm very sorry god i'm trying to quit could you help me with that and uh you know he went on to explain no i, I need some dangerous people in the world um dangerous for good dangerous for the kingdom of god against the kingdom of satan uh, i had been dangerous in a lot of ways and they weren't always good and so um, God began to take something that was already true about me, and I took it as a negative. I already knew that was true of me. I didn't know that God's the one that put that in me, and I was using it in very much the wrong ways. And so to, to go a little deeper on this, so Sam, how has receiving the new name um, given you, just think about this. I'm going to set it up here, but how has it given you sight in your blind spots? How's it healed your broken heart? How has it set you free from sin or shame or wounds or agreements? And the reason I'm setting it up that way, you guys know, Isaiah 61 is basically announcing the Messiah that the, the Lord has anointed me to to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to release the prisoners from darkness, to um, set the captives free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, Robbie Dillmore, <laughs> um, and, and of his vengeance, yeah. quite frankly, because he doesn't like it when his people are abused. And so... Right on the tail of that, if you go study that, and I would love for you, if you don't do anything else, um, go study Isaiah 61 and the first two chap verses of 62, because they should really be in Isaiah 61, explaining that one of the ways that he binds up the brokenhearted, sets the captives free, gives sight to the blind, one of the ways he does that is by telling you who you really are, by giving you your truest identity. And so... How have you seen those things play out, Sam and Robbie? Sam, you go first. Well, for me, you know, a lot of that, going back to the story of my sister, having nothing of value, and, and then from the littlest time I can imagine, my parents never called me Neil. They called me Samuel. They, they called me Sam um, growing up. And, and so, you know, I had this whole, I was this one name to everybody else and this other name at school when, you know, school first started, it was, you know, hey, where's Neil at? You know, and felt this huge disconnect. And then down the road, I was married and my wife said, why don't you change your name just to Sam? You know, and I did and it felt right. And I talked to my mom and all that. Well, then fast forward a little bit more, you know, I'm at a boot camp and I'm sharing some of my story, you know, and I, and I go out and I, I pray and I'm praying about the new name. I said, God, what, what name do you have for me? And he tells me, Samuel. And I said, yes. And he said, no, I've already named you that, <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And then later to find out what that meant was God hears, God listens. 
you know, that's what Samuel means. And so, you know, having been told my whole life, you have nothing of value to offer anyone and to have to literally be named first by my parents and then later by God without me even having a clue to something that means God hears or God listens, it's really had a healing effect because it doesn't matter as much if man listens anymore because, you know, I know God listens to me. Right. Um, I just, I think that's one of the coolest stories of any new name story I've ever heard. Robbie, how has the word faithful and other new names, again, probably not going to happen in 10 seconds for you guys. If you're driving down the road right now, you're listening on the radio, you're listening on the podcast, I'm not telling you to close your eyes while you're driving, but you know you could go ahead and just ask God, God, what do you think of me? What what do you call me? I, it might be good to start with, what have I heard about myself? Have I heard that I'm a motor mouth, that I don't have anything to say? Have I heard that I'm a betrayer? Have I heard that I'm dangerous and I hurt people? What have you heard? What hurts when you hear it about yourself? Think about that for a minute. And then ask God, God, what do, you, what do you say about me? How has that made a difference in your life? Yeah, as I began to unpack the word faithful, which I've been doing actually, you know, for I guess seven years or so at this point. First of all, it helped me see um, or put an order to my life of, of, wow, it wasn't me blowing it through all these betrayals, that they weren't necessarily something that I did that caused these betrayals, but that I had an enemy mm-hmm. that was attacking something that God saw in me that was beautiful. And wow, if God sees that in me and it's beautiful, what does that really look like? And it began began to actually, from my perspective, get a validation from God and like, yeah, I, I really like it when you get up every morning and spend time with me. And like, I really like it when you don't miss you know, events and, and, and you're where you're supposed to be, you know, the, all these things that I had always felt compelled to do, right? Like this was part of who I am that all of a sudden, like I, I was Eric little, I could feel God's pleasure in who I was mm-hmm. and, 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 and a constant validation coming from a place where I was getting my question answered by somebody that really did matter what I was hearing, but also seeing beautiful new ways that he, he, has pulled me into being, you know, and I say pulled, in other words, sometimes when he and I are talking about things, I'm upset at somebody and and he will me, ask me. It's me almost always, y'all. It's, <laughs> it's usually me. And so. he's saying, Robbie, do you have faith? Do you believe me? You know, and, and he calls it out because he knows it's in there and he's mm-hmm. like, in, you know, where's your faith? And, 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 and it's kind of a beautiful thing that he now knows that I can relate to because, you know, it's, it's the way we talk and, and it means a lot. So how has that set you free from sin? I mean, let's, let's go right to the, you know, to the root of it. How has your new name set you free from things like sin or, or, or habitual? Well, if you've got things? this self-talk going on of which it does go on or it did go on in my life, like, you know, you had that coming you know, you deserve to be betrayed like that, then, then that led to invalidation and that led to somebody that needed to be medicated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And whether that was medicated by sitting on the couch and watching TV and feeling like a loser, like I didn't have any place in the kingdom or, or being medicated through 
pornography or alcohol or something, you know, I, I had to feel better somehow and, uh, you know, because I just felt horrible. Yeah. Um, Sam, how do you see that, um, as valuable to you in helping you overcome uh, struggles? I think a lot of it has to do with that whole identity. You know, if you don't know your identity, you'll you'll gravitate to what others say and what the world says. You know, and then you'll begin to live out of that perceived identity more and more. You know, but when you can hold on to the identity that God tells you in Scripture, that God you know, says to you, when you can hold on to that, it gives you strength. It gives you a foundation to say, no, I don't want the temporary stuff. I don't want those things. I, I, I want something that's real. You know, and I think that there's strength and there's power that comes from that, just trying to, just remaining in that identity. So, um, do you guys still, um, just in your, you know, short prayer time, you know, you're driving down the road, you're on the way to some place, um, how does, do you still find yourself asking God, God, what do you think about me in this situation? What do you think about me, you know? in general i mean do you do you what's more i guess is what i'm asking is is there more or is is sam and teacher and facilitator is that enough are, are you good with that or do you still go back to god looking for validation in these really concrete ways no absolutely well, yeah. do, do i or should i <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow, Sam? Um, I think I'll be talking to God about. My <laughs> okay, you know what I lament. You know, to that point, Sam, is that you know I waited three days before I finally, you know, because I was just feeling like, oh, I'm just getting my brains beat out before I go to God and say, "What are you praying for me right now? What is what is it that I'm I'm missing?" Um, and He'll speak a new identity into me. And and fortunately, I you know I've learned if I got if I if I take notes and I write it down, mm-hmm. you know then it comes in beautifully for me. A- and you know, not long ago he told me I had a noble heart, and you know I was kind of like donkey, like he called <laughs> me a donkey steed. and Shrek, <laughs> a noble steed. <laughs> he called me a steed. <laughs> so so what does that mean you, that you you have a noble heart? That means that I have. Um, great expectations for others in my life that 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 you know i'm I'm expecting them to rise up and to do great things and that's robbie why you're getting disappointed is because you have this noble heart now let's you and i realize that they're on a different track than you know and and he 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 sees my disappointment in things and he's and he's sharing with me just like you talked about here's part of your identity and here's where your struggle is but everybody doesn't have the same, you know, the same sensations that you do, and, and they're coming along at whatever pace they're coming at. Yeah, and you know, I, I see that on a regular basis. I love what you said there, that you stop and ask God, God, what are you praying for me? Jesus, what are you praying? Holy Spirit, what are you praying for me? We're told in Scripture that the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. More often, we should be asking that. Holy Spirit, what are you interceding for me? What do you have for me today? You've been listening to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're so glad that you have done it today. We're going to continue these topics over the next few weeks. Um, Please check out our website, masculinejourney.org. 
check out a boot camp April 2nd through the 5th. Um, will be our next one in the spring. We would love to see you there. 